What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Meet the Critters. We're episode 31. As we have established on the, the 30th episode, this is a regular thing. We're going to keep doing it. Again, I really don't understand how it is, but we are doing it. We got a fun one today. We got Jason from Kentucky Sustainable Living. So we're just going to go ahead, start this off, and bring him up. What's going on, buddy? Not much. How are you? Oh, living the dream. So we've been like dancing around this since SRF, or even before SRF, I think we were trying to do a show. Oh, yeah. And then at SRF, I think we had like four separate conversations of like, while we're both here, let's just (laughs) go off for half hour to an hour and just. (coughs) And then I realized, I think we both realized very quickly that was not going to happen. Oh, no, you're, you're too busy. You can't get away. I mean, you're. You're constantly, it's like, hey, let's go talk, and then somebody will come up to you. Just even walking to your truck, it's like a 30-minute ordeal, you know? And, I mean, it's like you're headed to the bathroom. You're like, I'm about to piss my pants, and somebody wants to stop and talk to you. And it's like, I'm not being rude, but I'm getting ready to piss on myself. And you feel so that there is that, like, this is pretty cool. This person wants to talk to me, but I need, yeah. to, I need to go, like, now. Like, I need yeah. to have been gone 10 minutes ago or whatever. I was trying to explain it to someone today. I was I went and visited my parents and met up with somebody in town that I've known forever. And uh, they started it off with like, I watch all your content. It's fantastic. I love it. And yeah. I was talking to them about the festival. And I was like, it's the weirdest feeling on the planet. Like, I don't understand. Like, even that interaction, like, at the, uh, I was getting my logo for there's going to be merch coming soon so i was getting the logo drawn up at my tattoo shop and they were like yeah we follow all your stuff and even that feeling is insane and then oh, yeah. in person like meeting people that it's like i know your voice it's like that's yeah. terrifying please never say that to me again thank oh, you yeah. <laughs> well the, the the best ones are the ones that come up to you and it's like hey jason how are you doing mm-hmm. and you're looking at this dude and you're like i don't know who this guy is and, and then they're just talking to you. And then finally they're like, we watch you on YouTube. And it's like, yeah. why can't you say that from the beginning? Yeah. And it's You have an accent to a biome of the country. I've never been. I've never met you. I don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man, it happened. It happens in Bowling Green. I mean, yeah. it happened. It happened a couple weeks ago. And I'm just like, oh, crap. So and then I, I kind of felt bad. I was like, I have no idea who this woman is. And it's like, and then she finally says YouTube. And I'm like, okay, I don't feel so bad that I don't remember you. Yeah. So, or it's the people that it's like they're you, they go, oh, you don't know me? I'm Sasha Zoe 62753. I don't yeah. know your YouTube, like your yeah. handle. Or, cause, and if it's awful when you're like, when they don't have the same name across multiple platforms. That's yeah. the absolute worst because oh, yeah. then it's like, who am I talking to? Especially if they're very repetitive with commenting. Oh yeah. And I've had that happen too. And one of my buddies was that he didn't use his real name on the handle. And he's like, I comment on all your stuff. And I'm like, Oh, I didn't know that was you. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay. You could have told me before. So. Yeah. It's an interesting world that this is like, I, I never thought any of this was going to happen. I didn't know this was a thing. And now I've been thrown into it at this point. And it's like, this is freaking awesome, but it's also oh, yeah. really weird. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I, I got into it, and I was talking to one of my cousins about it, and uh, she was, I was like, you know, I was talking to her, and she's like, just do some of the harebrained shit that you do sometimes. And she's yeah. like, she's down at my house, and she's like, you're always coming up with this stuff that you want to do. She's like, film that. People will watch it. And I'm like, do people really want to see me put in like a rain catchment system or talk about it? Yeah. And she's like, yes, people want to see that. So, I mean, I video like uh, today I was working on a greenhouse. So I was videoing how to how we're doing the greenhouse and stuff and showing the uh, Craig pocket hole jig. Have you ever mm-hmm. seen one of those? No. It, where you, uh, it, the, the cabinet makers use it a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things, those things blow my mind every time I look at yeah. them. Yeah. Well, I'm like, that's, so, that's magic. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I looked and I was like, I can use this on two before material. So I was using it to attach everything. And I'm like, it takes a few extra minutes, but man, it's a clean fastening and everything. And I'm like, okay, let's use this. So I showed that I, a bunch of my windows, uh, old uh, used windows that were taken out of the remodel. Most of the glazing is messed up on those. So yeah. I'm going to do a video on, on how to reglaze windows. Yeah. I It's um, Brian from the lots project always says this. He's like, if you're looking for it, do a video on it. Yeah. Like if you can't, if you have a heart, if you can't find a video in less than like three minutes, once you figure out how to do it, make a video on it. Because yeah. if you are trying to find it more than likely other people are trying to find it too. Oh yeah. And that's all of like, I just passed 500 on YouTube, which I'm freaking pumped about. But it's like, again, that's all I've done. Like, it's just like, hey, I'm building fence. This is how I do it. Like, there was a day, there was a, there's the main, the big pasture build we did this year. There was a moment in time where the tractor was down and I was still in the middle of doing all of this fencing. And I jerry rigged this stretching setup <laughs> that was the craziest thing on the like it's it's still hands down might be one of the craziest things i've done to put up fence oh, but yeah. i was like of course i'm gonna film this and that's one of the highest that's one of the higher videos of people just going what are you doing like oh yeah so and, and it it does it's it, sometimes some of the stuff that people watch i'm like does somebody really want to watch me doing this stuff and but you still got people that watch it so well tiktok's where it gets even crazier like the things that go viral or the things that take off on that app are insane like some of them are very valid where it's like that makes sense why that took off and that's why i did it like i deliberately did it this way to have it oh, take yeah. off. and then there are some because i try to post three to four a day which is yeah. it sucks like it really does <laughs> It really does. Like, and I hate complaining about it because it's literally just posting TikToks, which sounds super yeah. dumb. But it's I'm putting the effort in. Oh yeah. So it's some of them won't be good. Some of them will be like, I need to put one out. This works. Perfect. Yeah. Like did it in five minutes, tossed it out. All of a sudden, four thousand views later. And it's like, really? Not the one that took me an hour and a half to edit. Like, <laughs> I mean, now, now some people with TikTok, some people need to quit putting stupid stuff. Some people put too much on TikTok and yeah. it's like, why in the hell, who would care? But people watch some of the stupidest stuff on TikTok. And I'm like, what the hell are these people doing? 
So, but see now, you're the exact opposite of me. I don't edit anything. Yeah, I, Rachel, I despise. Rachel just pointed this out. Also, you, Rachel says you also super edit everything. I do. Yes, I don't. I edit nothing. Yeah. I mean, very rarely I will cut some stuff out just to condense the video. Right. But editing and doing all that crap, I'm like, I've got other stuff to do, and I despise doing it. So, see, I'm and- I'm the opposite. I look at it all, and I'm like. Because of I, me and TikTok have a personal like love hate relationship because they want to ban or they want to like shadow ban and like take down and flag all of my shit. I know yeah. because even like some of the super tame stuff, I'm like, why did why did that get a community strike or like why did that get like age restricted? So it's I've taken much pride in just walking the line. Like guidelines, I'm right here. But in order to do that, it's pulling down movie clips or random stuff. And the captions are the only thing that make it work. Because if you can caption a situation that's not the situation of the movie clip and make it like farming or butchering, like I can figure out a way to make it funny. Like that's just the way my head works. And it's, I've come to the point with it where it's, I'm not trying to get every single TikTok user to like my video. I'm trying to get this small section right here. That's also millions of people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, on the editing stuff, it was funny. And that video still up. It was uh, we were processing a pig at my house. Mm-hmm. Shelly from Two Old Crows was videoing and I was standing by her. I didn't really know if she was videoing. We were skinning this pig. And uh, I said, Shelly, I said, you know, I said, this pig looks like when you're skinning it, I said, it looks like a little baby's fat legs. And she was like, what? I said, you know how babies have these little fat, wrinkly, chubby legs sometimes? And she goes, yeah. And I said, a skinned pig looks like a fat baby leg. And she goes, you know, I'm filming. I was like, okay, it'll be all right. It'll be <laughs> so, fine. But it's, it's in one of the videos somewhere. I didn't cut it out. I was like, I'm not going through and finding this to cut it out. But but that's the stuff you don't cut out. Like I've noticed, or at least the way I enjoy YouTube videos that are like other people's is I like it when they're human, when they're like just normal people and are almost talking to the camera. Cause it's like, if anyone, I, most of the people here have watched my, like in the comments too, have watched my videos and stuff. I'm talking to the people watching. I'm always saying, we, we're going to do this and then I'll figure this out, this, that, and the other thing. Or if I trip, I'm talking to them. Or like, if the camera's fucked up, I'm like, yeah, because why would I have perfect camera framing? You idiot. Yeah. Like you're doing YouTube, like figure it out. But that that's, I think that helps because it's like, all right, this guy's a normal person. He's not the completely robotic, like... Hey everybody! Like, oh yeah, I, I hate those that, so much. That or the people that only show you a snippet of their place, like yes. the nice manicured, you know, like some people. And I don't know who it is, but I've talked to some other people. It's like the, we're running this rejuvenative ranch and everything else, and they just show you this one little acre of pasture that they mm-hmm. keep. You know, if they're yeah, their one acre of pasture looks like all of Greg Judy's farm. But when you drive by, it looks like a feedlot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, 
no that or there's some big youtube channels they don't do anything they've got interns that do they set everything up the guy shows up or the woman shows up shoots the video and then she goes back and does whatever yeah. and then the interns finish all of it yeah it is what and it's like you got to show the good the bad and the ugly like i've yeah. shown pretty much every part of my property like on youtube at this point which is probably not yeah. great if the government's listening but which they are for sure but oh, yeah. uh it's like you got to show it all you got to show the good the bad all of it and it's yeah. like if something screwed up in a pen I'll be sure to point it out. Like I'll be the first to point it out because I would rather be the one to go. Yeah. I need to fix that. Cause I really screwed that up. That's, that was a whole thing. Like whatever, no excuse, but it is what it is. Like that saves somebody from commenting on it and going, Hey, this is like this. And it should have been like that. Cause my uncle did it that way 35 years ago. And I don't care. <laughs> oh yeah. And I mean, I've done the same thing. Uh, my whole place was woods when yep. I built a house up here. So it's been a constant battle of cutting enough trees to get grass to grow and then keeping enough trees to make it nice. Cause I, I like the trees out there. I don't want just a grass field. I like it, but I mean, we, we didn't get a bunch of rain this summer and I was trying to rejuvenate the pastures and everything else. The pastures look like crap. I mean, there's nothing out there. And I mean, we were feeding hay early on, super early. And I'm like, well, you've got to do it to say what little grass is there for next year. Yeah. I mean, if not, it, the whole place is going to be like a feedlot. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I. it's our, uh, our next couple of years with our pasture is going to be interesting because it's going full, full changeover. We're not going to hay it anymore. We're going to fence every inch of the field in. Yeah. And multiple different sections and try to do some heavy, like, some actual rotational grazing on it, but it's again, I want to plant trees. I want to do a whole bunch of stuff and that's not happening next year. Next year I'm taking a break on infrastructure and we're going oh, yeah. to, we're going to coast what we got for a bit just to, yeah. just to get above board for a little while and like relax. I say that, but it's probably not going to happen, but. Oh yeah. Or, or you get these people that uh, I've done a lot of videos on feeding your pigs and uh, chickens for free. And I mean, we feed the pigs, you know, pretty much 90% free. I've had people on the comments, they're like, hey, uh, you, is that non-GMO food that you're doing it? And I'm like, I guarantee you, you're, you're, you're eating McDonald's every day and you're fussing about non-GMO stuff. It's, like, it's crazy. So I, I do want to touch on that, but I need to shout Joe out from Blakesley Acres over here. He says, hey, guys, just had enough service to stop in and say hi. Waiting on deer number 50. Um, for the week to get dropped off. I am so fucking proud of this dude. He has been kicking ass on YouTube, and he also just opened his own custom exempt shop in New York. Uh, and they just opened this week, and he's already at 50 deer drop off, and I could not be happier for everything he's got Good going deal. on. Yeah. I I already mentioned the festival to him. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. that. But I'm like, hey, what are you doing in March? So... He, yeah, he might come down with me. We'll figure it That'll out. That'll work. Um, but no, the the thing with people where they're like, "Oh, is it non-GMO?" and there's no corn, no soy, no yeah. no food whatsoever in it. Like, and it's I I get it. I get it 110. percent But there are multiple like there are two different sides of that scale. Yeah, 
and being here is not the complete opposite side of the scale. Yeah. Like, because I run into that. I used to run into that with people, like, um, when they talk about my beef, when I talk to them about, like, oh, is it grass fed? I'm like, well, it eats grass. Like, yeah. oh, it has grain and corn. I'm like, yeah. But I'm also, I'm not giving it 400 pounds of grain to free feed off of all day. It yeah. gets half a five gallon bucket of 16% like protein feed and corn yeah. a day. Like, I don't know what you're expecting this to be. Like it's, you're going to eat it and you're going to die. I don't know. Oh yeah. I mean, my, my animals do get some grain, my sheep and cow, they, they do get some grain when I'm moving them every day. I've got my, uh, my blue bucket that I feed them out of. Yep. And twice a day I move them. So I, I go out and get about half a bucket of feed and just get it just where they'll come to me. And then I throw the bucket of feed out and they're happy. And they're like, okay, we'll do this again in the morning. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's like, like right now I have my pigs that are going in the week after Christmas, they're going to the cooler. So it's like, I'm finishing them. So it's between the five Herefords, they're getting two five gallon buckets. One is full grain. The other is half grain, half corn. Yeah. For five a day. Like I feed them once a day. And yeah. it's like, yeah, that's not a bad thing. But it's all, it's gonna round them over. Like I, I look yeah. I was looking at them today and I was like, Ooh, you're looking good. I'm so it's like once you see slaughter date in the future, like it's right there. You really start looking at them and like at least I do because I know what they look like underneath the skin. Yeah. So I'm looking at them going like that's rounded over nice. Like if you have a pig. And it's looking, and this is for everyone in the audience as well. If they're looking straight and you're looking at them like horizontally, if right where the skull stops, if you see that tiny little bump right over before you get to the shoulder, you know you've got a decent fat cap and you know that pig's going to be delicious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you saw that one that Billy and Darren did at the festival. I showed you some pictures of it. That stupid thing had eaten 90% food scraps. And it was, it was 400-ish is what it weighed live. And it had a two-and-a-half to three-inch fat cap on it. Billy told me, he goes, this pig has got a lot of fat on that thing. And I was like, does it look good? He goes, yeah, it looks real nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm shooting for an inch-and-a-half. I'm sh Like, that's what I kind of shoot for on yeah. pork. I want it to have the lard, but I also don't want it to be, like, an insane amount of lard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I, it wouldn't cost me hardly anything. And I'm like, we're just going to feed these things, whatever, whatever they get, they yeah. get. So, and then, then we'll supplement. I mean, if there's an overabundance, I don't hold any of it back. I'm like, it's free pour it to them. Right. Well, so speaking of that, let's get actually get into the actual show of livestock and what you got. So how did you get started raising livestock? Did you have it growing up or? My, my, my mom was born on a uh, registered Hereford farm. So they had Hereford cattle growing up, went to shows. They did the, all the county fairs, the state fair, all that. Uh, then she moved off the farm. She's got a degree in agriculture, but uh, didn't, didn't, didn't really use it. Retired from the uh, phone company. So, but my parents had a small little farm with some cows when I was growing up. It got too much for them. They sold it. Uh, and then when I finally moved up here uh, on my place, 
I was like, I want something. So, of course, chickens are the gateway drug for everything. Sure are. We got chickens, and then I, I talked to my wife. I was like, let's get let's get a couple sheep. And she's like, okay. So we got Mama Sheep is still around, and we bought uh, bought her, and she had a set of twins. So we bought a couple more and did that, and then we're like, we need some livestock guard dogs to run with them. So we got our livestock guard dogs. And then the sheep just kind of multiplied. We were looking here and there. We found a guy that had some real nice sheep that he was getting out of the business. So we bought several from him. Uh, and then the sheep just kind of multiplied. We've, we've had a couple rams. We're on, I think, our third ram right now just to get some different blood in there. Uh, I thought I wanted to do cattle more. Bought a... We bought we bought two bottle babies. I yeah. found I found a Hereford bottle calf, a Hereford heifer bottle calf. It was two days old. I was yeah. like, you don't find this much. So I snatched her up and then snatched another one up. And uh, so we raised them on a bottle, put one of them in the freezer. Ginger is the Hereford. She just had her first calf, a little bull calf. So we got it. Uh, and then uh, so. And, and then I also I bought a Jersey cow and I was like, I'm going to milk a cow. And I'm like, this, oh my this God. yeah, I was like, the, the juice is not worth the squeeze. So I ended up selling the Jersey, <laughs> the Jersey. And I'm like, forget it. But I, I, you, I bit, you, you bit on every bite. Like they yeah. tossed it in front of you. And you're like, yup. <laughs> oh yeah. I was like, we're, we're going to get this. We're going to have raw milk, all this crap. And I'm like, this sucks. I'm not doing this. So that, <laughs> So we're down. We're down to Ginger, our Hereford, and her uh, her bull calf. Which yep. uh, we're gonna we're gonna sell the bull calf when he gets weaned, probably. He's a good looking calf. My you mom showed me like, pictures of that calf. That calf is gorgeous. Yeah, and, and my mom is like, and, and I name every my wife and kids name everything before I can do it, and yep. I'm like, I'm naming this, and they name it like my youngest one. He's got his you, and her name is Cookie. Is his his use name, and she throws twins every year. So he names them some kind of weird something, right. and I'm like, I'm naming this bull calf, and they're like, What are you going to name it? And I looked at it and I go, Your name's Mark. And they're <laughs> like, my wife looked at me and she's like, What the hell, Mark? And I was like, His name's Mark. So, and then, and That's then, amazing. Yeah, and like my brother comes over and he goes, Where's that bull calf? I was like. Mark is out in the field. And he goes, my <laughs> brother's like, me, sir. His name is <laughs> Mark. <laughs> yeah. My brother's like, why in the hell did you name him Mark? I was like, I don't know. It's not anything lovey and dovey and all this or kiddish. I'm like, his name's Mark. So so we got Mark the Bullcalf. Mark's here to stay. <laughs> yeah. So my mom told me, she's like, uh, you don't need to put Mark in the freezer. You need to sell him as a breeder. So I'm yeah. like, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna halter break him and get him a nice tame bull. Perfect. And then sell him to somebody. But and I'll tell you probably the funniest story ever. Uh the bull calf, they had named him Charlie, and he was a bull calf. I waited too long. I was gonna band him. He got too big. But Charlie, Charlie was halter broke. I could go out there, put a halter on him, lead him around wherever I wanted to. Right. Still, still had his nuts and everything. I called the vet and I was like, what will it cost for you to cut him? He was like, if you bring him down here, 30 bucks. I was like, cool. I'll be down there in a little bit. So I go catch Charlie. I can't find any halters except for a purple halter. So I put a purple halter on this bull calf 
and I can't find any leads except for a rainbow lead. So I, he's got a purple, a purple halter and a rainbow lead. And I, I take him and load him in the trailer, take a lead off, throw it in the truck, drive down to the vet clinic. He was like, back up to the facility. And he said, we'll get him unloaded and everything. I'm like, hold on just a minute. So I just parked the truck, go put the rainbow lead on Charlie, walk him out of the trailer, walk him through the whole thing and put him in the head gate. And the vet goes, you don't see this shit very often. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, just, just cut the little gay dude and it'll be okay. So, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. That's one thing that I need to work on when I get back into cattle. Cause again, I didn't like get sheep, then pigs, then kind of go into cows. I went straight from rabbits and chickens to beef to cows. Like yeah. I think I went straight from rabbits and chickens to having two cow calf pairs in like a week. Like, yeah. so I had some experience with cattle, but it was mostly like, Oh, Hey, look, a cow bang. Like that was, that's the most experience I've had with cattle at that point. Yeah. So it's, like I still had that skittishness because again, I wasn't raised in this. So it's, I'm learning as I go. So it's when we got our calves, I had full intentions of every calf we've had. I've had full intentions of haltering, haltering them and like starting to work with them. And then it just goes by the wayside. Like every time, like the last um, cow we did the last year we had, I got him as I think he was maybe, he was just weaned off of mom. So, like, I bought the halter. I worked with him a bunch. He was pretty good. And then just life took over, and I just didn't have yeah. time to go out and do what I needed to do. Then we, then I eventually needed to, like, catch him and take the halter off because yeah. it had been too long. And I think I had to cut it off because I was like... <laughs> so then I'm, like, chasing him around, trying to rope him, which is, again, as... Watching, because you've met me in person, so you see yeah. all of me trying to run around. I don't know how to rope a cow. I'm yeah. figuring out as I go along. So watching me try to rope this thing is the craziest thing in the world. Like pulls me across the entire pasture. Finally get him down, and I and this is all by myself. Once you got your hands on him, he was good. He was yeah. like, okay, like you got me, like. Unless you do something super stupid, I'm not going to be a complete asshole about it. Yeah. Um, and he was always fairly good, but like you couldn't touch him. Like he wouldn't let you touch him. He was yeah. always very like as you could get about a foot from him, and he was gone. Oh yeah. What well, like, I had that sucks. Like because I have worked with cows where it's they just walk right up to you, which yeah. again makes my job so much easier when you can open the little man gate on the side of the trailer and go. Hi, Bubba, what are you doing? And he just walks up and just puts his head to you like, hey, do you want to give me head scratches? I'm like, yeah. no, but thanks. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I had one I had one heifer calf. She was constantly getting out. Yeah. And I told my wife, I was like, come down here. I might need some help. I was like, I got to get her back in. So I took and I roped her and I was right by a tree and I spun it around the tree a couple loops. And uh -huh. I told my wife, I'm like, just hold a little bit of tension. And I grabbed the tractor and tied the back up, tied that lasso to the tractor and let her back in. And she's like, what are you going to do? I was like, I'm going to drag her ass in there. And she, she was like, okay. And I was like, I'm going to break her one way or another. So. 
Well, that's what that's what needs to happen. My kids need to get like a couple years older, and when we get a four wheeler, it's going to be like, yeah, bring the cow around the perimeter, yeah. like go super super slow, and just yeah. lead her around, just walk her. Oh yeah. Well, my mom told me when they were breaking show calves. They would put a halter on it and tie it to the back of the farm truck that had like a granny low gear yeah. and just put it in granny low and just let it creep down the driveway. And she said they would plant their feet. She said you would drag them for a little bit, but finally they would get the hint of it. And she said we drove it just in granny low, pulling yep. those calves around. And she said after that, they were fine. Right. You just got to break them of it. They just have to know that they're going to be fine. Like, yeah. But so. then... Then sometimes you get them too spoiled, Ginger, that Hereford. Sometimes I'll be bringing them in to the barn at night, and uh, she won't come. And she'll just stand there and, and just wait. And I've got a grass string over on one of the posts. And literally, I, I go put the grass string around her neck and hold it with two fingers and <laughs> walk her. Yeah, she just wants the attention. I'm like, you're such a spoiled princess. Yeah. And she, she wants you to hold that thing, that grass string, and pet her while you walk. I'm like. You're worthless. So. <laughs> you suck. Yeah. See, that's see, I'm that way with my pigs. I have my pigs dialed in. Like yeah. my sow, she's a freaking sweetheart. Like you could probably ride her if you really wanted to. Like I could probably just walk over and just fully sit on her. I have. I have just walked up and just like I've been in conversations with people on the other side of the fence and just sat down on her and just scratched her head. Yeah. Like, but that one, like again. Pigs are so much scarier to me than cows. Yeah. For whatever reason, they're just, I am 10 times more nervous about around an ornery pig than I am around an ornery cow. An ornery oh, yeah. cow, I'm like, I could fit, like, we'll figure that out, which is probably the wrong way to look at it. I should probably be way more scared of the ornery cow than the pig. But there's something about the teeth factor on pigs, and they're just so low to the ground. And. Oh, uh quick that if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time with a pissed off pig yeah. you are going to be hurt in depth, I, like for I, sure. I, I would i would rather be i'm not scared of cows whatsoever but now yeah. pigs i mean if it's a if it's a big mean pig I, i'm not messing with it i, I would rather be around an old honorary bull than i would for sure mean pigs I've told I've told this story on here, but it's a good one. My buddy had um, two Yorkshire sows and a Yorkshire boar, and um, the way his setup was done, it broke, and there were just pigs everywhere. So he was trying to get the piglets out because he had people there to buy them, and he called me and he's like, "Hey, I need your help. Like, just come up. I need help, like wrangling them." He's got a border collie that he bought for a pig dog, like. It has not done like it'll do sheep and cattle, but it is four pigs because he is a mean one testicle <laughs> son of a bitch. Like, so he's do going around and chasing. He's doing his thing. My buddy is in there trying to get a hold of the pigs or a hold of the piglets. The sows are fine with him. He had one sow that hated my guts every single time. I would walk up to the fence. She'd bite the fence and twist it. And like, <laughs> she would just come at me open mouth all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, Jordan, I'm not getting in there. Like I am not getting in that pen. And he's like, I just like go on the other side and distract them. Like just jump in. And if you need to jump out, you can. Yeah. My feet hit the ground. And that sow 
did a full 180 and just ran at me, open mouth. And this thing was, again, 500 pounds, easy. Yeah. And I literally just matrix, I I hit the ground running. I like, as I came down, I saw her turn and I was like, nope, just fully booked it all the way across the paddock, matrixed out of the way of her and just hopped the fence and got back over. I was like, have fun, bud. I don't know what yeah. to tell you. I'll be here for more support. Like hand the piglets me, I guess. That's the best I got for you because I'm not getting back in there. Yeah. Well, and then, well, we, and then I decided I was like, after the cow stuff, I was like, I want some pigs. So I'd con, I'd con my wife. I was like, let's get some Julianas. I was like, they're smaller. They won't tear up as much. And she's like, okay, cool. So we got uh, a couple Julianas. Yeah. And then, then it was like, pig fest i mean piglets everywhere and i'm like holy crap and you see all these people selling these little julianas for a bunch of money on facebook and stuff so i was doing it i was like i can't give these stupid things away so finally i yeah finally i give some of them away to some of my buddies they're gonna start doing it and i had we had like four or five of them i'm like i'm done i'm gonna get real full-size pigs i was like we're just gonna put all these in the freezer so All the Julianas went in the freezer, and uh, then I decided one of my one of my buddies that raises pigs, he had some ready to go, so uh, I bought some from him, and then we've still got some of those. Perfect. So, so I've done just about everything. The only thing I hadn't, yeah, I've done just about. Well, we had a couple of goats, and I will never have another goat on this yeah. place. There will never so, be a goat on this property again. No, I had two. Unless, I had, unless it has I a death sentence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, I I will not have, ever have another goat. So no. I saw somebody raising camels on Facebook the other day. I, saw Dude, I there's a there's someone around here that raises camels. Well, not around <laughs> here. They're a couple hours away. Yeah. I've I've talked to them. I've I've messaged them on Facebook. For my, sure. that might be I, my midlife crisis pet. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I was kidding my wife, and it turned into a big joke between me and a bunch of my buddies. It's like I want a giraffe. Yes. And, and they're like, what are you going to do with the giraffe? I'm like, Sabbath. what can't you do with the giraffe? What can't you do with the giraffe? Yeah, I'm, I'm, giraffe. Like, I'm like, I, I want a giraffe. She found a giraffe that they were selling online. It was a baby. They were selling it as an online auction. She didn't let me know. She called everybody, uh, all these government agencies, figuring out what kind of permits you have to have. She yeah. finally, like the wildlife department is like, call the sheriff and see if the sheriff's fine with it. She called the sheriff. We go to church with him. He was like, I, I don't know if you need a permit or not. She, he was like, get the thing and then see what happens. But in the meantime, the stinking auction ended and she didn't get the giraffe for me. Yeah. So. Oh, I, I am on a lot of Texas and Oklahoma exotic like auction sites on Facebook yeah. for sure. I've gone down the wormhole. We're not allowed anything up here. Like we can have like hooved, hooved livestock or like hooved exotics pretty much. Yeah. Which again is fun, but yeah, I giraffes are cool. I just in my head, I just thought if you finally do get a giraffe, you need to make shirts where it's just like a cartoon <laughs> of the giraffe and it just says "Be ungovernable." ungovernable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it has like the same helmet as the sheep. Like <laughs> that would be that would be great. That would be such a good shirt. Be ungovernable. <laughs> Well, they, hell, on the butchering deal, 
I was uh, scrolling through Facebook and something popped up on this butchering thing. It was skinned out and hanging upside down. And I looked and I was like, they butchered a baby giraffe, but it was a freaking llama or something. Yeah, like, llamas alpaca. and alpacas are like crazy. <laughs> I'm like, they butchered a baby giraffe. And then I read the caption, it was a llama or an alpaca. And I'm like, yeah, oh, those okay. look nuts when they're when yeah. they're butchered. Um, yeah, well, that's the thing for me is it's weird. I have a bucket list of critters I want, but it's because I want to cut them up in the end. Like at the end of the yeah. day, they're they have a date in the cooler for sure and it's purely for my satisfaction of being like hey i cut that up like i would i would love like i'd love to process a camel for sure like i think that would be the coolest thing oh yeah like one of those down ostriches or like emus i just want a giraffe just to have it just so i mean you know people pull out their pictures of this and that and you know that kind of stuff but you pull out a picture of you and your giraffe, people are going to take you serious. Or maybe, this guy's batshit crazy. So. Joe in the comments said, if Kyle got a giraffe, <laughs> it would be like the hangover. And for those who have not seen the third hangover, Zach Galifianakis buys a giraffe and is just driving with it down the highway in a U-Haul trailer. And he goes under, under a bridge and it, the head of the giraffe gets knocked off into a minivan. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, my, my wife has to yell at me because I'll get on a kick or I'm on those sites quite a bit and I'll yeah. just send them to her. I'll be like, honey, look at this. Look at this blonde camel. We could just yeah. we could have it. We could just have it. <laughs> it's yeah. like, no, I saw one. The coolest thing I had ever seen on there. It was and it was something I would never own because it terrifies me. It was a. <laughs> I don't even know. It was a like a bison highlander cross with longhorn Uh this thing was insane looking and i wanted it so bad because it was like built like a bison but thin like a longhorn with like semi shaggy hair yeah and it was like it was the crit and the horns were like they had to they had to have been maybe like eight inches wider than this, but were shaped like the bison horns and came like straight out. It was crazy looking. And it was like a thousand dollars. And I was like, I have a thousand dollars. I want to get killed one day. I want to get killed by this thing one day. But I like I had that with my boar that we had. Like I showed you pictures of the boar we had that we had to yeah. have that giant black shaggy thing that looked like it would murder your whole family. Oh yeah. But you could bring him down to his bet like his side with an ear like an ear scratch. You could sit yep. there for 30 seconds and he'd be on his side with the leg going. He was probably oh, yeah. 500 pounds four four fifty, five hundred pounds of death. <laughs> yeah, you, ought, you ought to buy a Kate Buffalo. Yes. Those yep. things those things will kill you. Not one of the no I don't want one of those. I want the water buffaloes. Okay. There's a well, farm. Still... Up here. There's a farm up in Maine that raises the the they have the Asian and and I think it's I think it's Asian and Indian. Those are the two different breeds because there are ones that have the really big paddle horns, yeah. and then there's the other ones that have like they're closer to like a Cape buffalo where it's like the little ones that kind of like come up. Yeah. 
I want something like you need a 700 nitro to take down. <laughs> you want Jurassic Park. That's what you yeah. want, Jason. Jurassic Park would be cool. But I, I will. One of these days, I will have a giraffe at my house. Yeah, so. and I can't wait for that day. I, Jason, I'm very excited <laughs> for that day. You'll drive down just to I see will drive. I will drive down just to hang out with you and your giraffe. But you have to name it like Mark. Like, it has to be just a normal, like. Yeah. What was the what was the name of the uh, Toys R Us giraffe? Was it like Kevin or something? Je- Jeffrey. Jeffrey. There's there's for some reason I feel like in marketing somewhere there was a giraffe named Kevin. I don't know. It should we be could, yours. We could just call him. Yeah, y'all want to see Kevin the giraffe? <laughs> hey, you want to go meet Kevin? Yeah. It's like who the fuck is Kevin as you walk up to a giraffe pen. Yeah. Oh well, I God. have to put. I don't know what kind of fence you're going to need. That it's going to cost more to fence the place. Oh yeah, no, it's going to cost a lot. Like that's, and it's like giraffes are. From my experience, giraffes are around twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> Jeez, that's what that's what the market's looking at for giraffes right now is around twenty to twenty to thirty five thousand dollars. Well, when 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 everything goes to hell and it's all gone to hell. I'm going to make a run to the Nashville Zoo and steal a giraffe from there. Uh, I think it was Family Guy that made that joke. Like the apocalypse was coming. Yeah. He just showed up to the house with a giraffe. They're like, what are you doing? It's like, the world's ending. I stole a giraffe. And it just sticks his yeah. head in Wagmire's house. <laughs> that, that and we'll grab some penguins while we're down there. Yes. I wonder if a penguin would live in Kentucky. Pro- I mean, they have to. Like, for sure. I'm sure they have like depending on the breed, they have like water chillers and stuff like that. I mean, I'm, how funny I'm sure they'd be fine. How funny would that be when you drove up in front of my house and some penguins come off the front porch? That was <laughs> almost, that was almost sweet right out the nose. Oh my god. Um yeah. Oh, I get I get so jealous of being in New Hampshire when I watch all the people like in texas and florida that have all the exotics and stuff like that i'm like oh yeah you son of a bitches you just have the world at your fingertips of exotic weird things to cut up (laughs) penguins might be a little bit more my wheelhouse and my budget so probably i I doubt it i doubt it i bet a like depending on the pain are you talking like the little tiny ones or do you want like an emperor penguin like one of those five feet tall and walking around I don't want anything half as tall as me. I want something small. That you, if it gets in the way, you can just kick it out of the way. <laughs> I don't want something that's going to attack me. I mean, when you're talking it, five foot tall, that's kind of creepy. And again, it just and again, it just makes me laugh again to think that you've just named like you got seven <laughs> penguins running around. I'm like, yeah. that's Jim. That's Toby. Uh, <laughs> that's Steven. And it's like Sasha, get out of here! It's just like kicking saucers. <laughs> I don't, I don't want anything. When I look out the front window, there's a five foot tall penguin standing at the window, looking at me like, "Hey, come outside." Yeah, <laughs> come feed me, feed me, you son of a bitch! Yeah, I'm gonna slap you right across the face with this flipper. Yeah, I mean, five, something that's taller than my kids. No, we're not gonna do that. Yeah. See well, again, but then it, I just revert back to like, I want like a full Russian boar. Like I want one, I want something straight from the motherland. Yeah. That's like just a, like, I want the Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> oh yeah. Those Hannibal Lecter pigs. Yeah. The things that are like 2000 pounds where you can teach him to kill a man when he hears screams. <laughs> I just, I, I want to get some penguins. I'll look that up after we get off here. 
So <laughs> if anybody's in the chat and can find how much penguins are, let us know. Yeah, I'm sure you could just Google it. <laughs> Google penguins for sale. How much, how much do penguins cost? I mean, hell, you, you can go feed the penguins at like the Nashville Zoo. Just take a backpack and grab one. Just, I mean, just zip it up and go. Like, I don't know what happened to Bobby. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, well, it's like, that's what Tiger King did for the world. Everyone was locked in their house. I wasn't. Yeah. I worked. But like Tiger King came out and everyone was like, how much does it cost for a tiger? And like, even at work, we'd be at work and we'd be like, well, I found a snow leopard here for $800. It can be here. It can be here next week. It's like, what? Yeah. That's crazy. Jeez. I don't Out know. of all the big cats, though, that would be the one I'd get. I get a snow leopard, big enough to be cool, but if I needed to fight it, I could. I couldn't. It would murder me immediately. But again, they're like 150 pounds. That wouldn't be too bad. It wouldn't no. eat too much either. No, and I have a butcher shop, so. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna stay away from the big cats. They're kind of yeah, creepy. yeah. Well, eh, I don't know. know. I'm thinking about, I'm having to, I'm, I'm looking one of my livestock guard dogs, she's getting older and I'm having yep. to look about replacing it. So I'm actually kind of thinking about getting a Kangle. Ooh, there you go. I mean, they're, they're bred for, you know, taking wolves down. We don't have any wolves. We got coyotes, but It'll I just work. want something. I want something that's just big and impressive. You know, when somebody shows up, it's like, I'm not going to mess with this guy's place. Yeah, I want I want a few of our dummies to die off first. One's on his way, but I want to I want to thin our herd a little bit. We have three at the moment, and then I I want to get a um, Catahoula, like one of the leopard hounds. I want to get yeah. one of them. I've always wanted one of them. Um, and then TikTok does me dirty constantly and puts up blue healers and like stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, they are so awesome, but they also suck. Yep. Ours are ours are Anatolian and Great Pyrenees mix. Yeah, we have we have a um, Great Pyrenees, and he is currently guarding our couch. Yeah, <laughs> ours ours have never come inside. They've been on. They've been in the truck one time when I picked them up, yeah. and I put them in. I put them in crates in the bed, and the guy told me he was like, when they go somewhere, they throw up. And I was like, they're not getting in the cab of the truck. We put them in crates in the back, and it, the whole back of the bed was just full of puke. Oh. I'm, like, I'm like, we're not taking you anywhere. So, <laughs> this so is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. Yeah, Which, our uh, our Great Pyrenees is scared of the cat. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. But there are, there are moments where I see it, where he turns it on. Like, if yeah. my wife comes home late, because she works like an hour and a half away, so it's like it's 9 30, 10 o'clock sometimes when she gets home. And if like the door opens and he's half asleep and he's not paying attention, he'll get up and put his big boy voice on. And it's like, oh, look at you. Look at oh, you, yeah. you little pansy ass. <laughs> like yep. all of a sudden standing up for yourself. Oh, yeah. I mean, whatever comes through the pasture at night, it gets killed. Anything oh, yeah. that comes in there that's not supposed to be there, I mean, they absolutely annihilate it and have fun doing it. Yeah. I have full confidence if anything ever happened. 
and I had him out and something was going on, we'd be fine. Whatever it is yeah. that he has with click in and we'd be good. But it's, I look at him now and I'm just like, what are you doing? He just lays there on the couch with all fours up in the air, just spread eagle. <laughs> it's like, you idiot. Like, <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, she, my, my wife bought a boxer uh, several years ago. This boxer, she's the sweetest thing in the world, but she wanted to start and she, she stays in the house but she wanted to start coming down to the shop with me. So mm-hmm. I'd bring her down to the shop. She would find her a good comfortable spot in the shop. She'd lay by the wood stove or whatever, or lay by the fan if it's summertime. And uh, now she gets mad if I go out of the, if I go out of the house and she doesn't get to come with me. And she's like, you've turned my good house dog into your shop dog. <laughs> so, so now that's what I call her. I'm like, come on, shop dog, let's go. And she's like, all right, let's do it. So right. she's with me all the time now. I think he'd be decent in the shop, to be honest. He's just super lazy. Our Border Collie, he wouldn't. He's three-quarters Border Collie, one-quarter boxer, which is super funny because yeah. he just looks like a Border Collie on stilts. It throws <laughs> everyone off because he walks up to you and he's over your knee. Like, yeah. he's over my knee, and I'm six six four. So it's like, you know, it's, oh, it's a Border Collie. And it's like, wait a minute, why are you this big? He's like yeah. 70 pounds. uh well we're coming up on an hour here so so we did want to touch on your festival yes kentucky sustainable living festival yes in the spring yes it's going to be uh march 23rd and 24th in bowling green kentucky uh you you can drop a link since you're mr editing and everything so (laughs) i will drop a link i'll put a link from that i do (laughs) have i do have um your website and basically all your social media already linked to this. All so right. you can send that to me afterwards and I'll put it in. All right. Well, I mean, it, it's just, it's Kentucky sustainable living.com. It's a website for the festival. <laughs> it's got all the information on it. Uh, but yeah, you're going to come down. You're going to be our, our guest butcher for the weekend. And we hadn't decided if we're going to do, we'll probably wind up doing a lamb, I would say. Okay. So, We'll get it figured I can, out. I can hold one back. We've got three, at least three that we're going to put in the freezer this year. Yeah. So, so it won't be too bad to hold one back for that. So, nope. we'll and now, now you're going to show what, tell, tell everybody what you're going to show. Are you going to show all your good retail cuts and all that? Yeah, that's Maybe. what I was thinking. I was thinking about doing it, which I'm going to be practicing next week is doing it completely saw free. Like right. doing it just with not just doing it with cleavers and knives. All right. Just kind of like, all right, if you are literally have nothing, here we go. We're going to do this for you and do it very much like it really depends on what you want. If you want me to do fancy retail cuts, I can make that happen. Or I, I, w- I can do, hey, you're out of the bed of your truck. I Let's think better. <sighs> I think bed of the truck. I, I like the be, the quote bed of the truck butchery because not everybody's got you know a huge meat grinder, a huge bandsaw. By the way, I'm like, trademarking that. That just came to me. I'm trademarking it. <laughs> but I, now now most people most people can can get a decent set of knives and they can go go and buy a bone saw. Yeah. So I mean, I think a bone saw is not out of reach for a lot of people. I know. No, just don't buy. 
Just don't yep. buy that crappy one at Cabela sells. Oh, I'm currently, I'm currently using that one because I just have I have been neglecting to buy a new one. It's awful. Oh yeah. I mean, the only reason I bought it, I've got one of the biggest uh, LEMs that they make. I, yeah. I forgot what length, but I wanted something smaller. And uh, but I bought that at Cabela's on a whim, and I'm like, this thing sucks. The blade sucks awful. on it. It is awful. But yeah, I am super pumped to come down. I think we're gonna have a lot of fun, and it should be pretty interesting. My second festival. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, it'll be a good time. This uh, this is gonna be good. We've got uh, we we're gonna have a bunch more vendors this time. I finally decided, I'm like, we're going to pack the place. I was like, I want 100 vendors at this show. Perfect. And, and that's what I'm going to die trying to get 100 vendors. So, Hell yeah. So it'll be good. We're, we're still working on the speaker lineup. I've got several big names that I'm going to talk to next week about coming. So got that lined up to talk to them, see if they're going to be in or out on it. But, yeah, I mean, vendors and stuff like that, our sponsors, it's, it's looking pretty good. We're we might do a chicken processing thing. I don't know if we will or not. Right. Uh, if we get enough time, I mean, we've got uh, Yardbird equipment. Yardbird sponsored the last chicken processing That's stuff. They donated awesome. the equipment to us. So, well, if you need help with that, I will begrudgingly help. All right, <laughs> I'll do it because I love you. But <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm just, I, I'm not a fan of processing chickens. I, I just I don't. Hate them. I hate them so much. I mean, and, and honestly, I would rather, and it's just like a deer too. Like we were talking. Yeah, we were uh, talking today. Morning, it's like, oh, this morning about this. deer. I'm like, by the time you do all that crap and everything, it's like, I would just rather butcher a pig. Right. I mean. I, I agree. I agree 110%. Yeah. And it's like, by the time you do a bunch of chickens, I would have rather done a pig. I yeah. mean, I'd rather eat pork than chicken, honestly. Oh, absolutely. But when I when I rationalize it, and it's like I've I've processed thirty birds, and I could have put an entire beef in the cooler. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and, and I would and, and cleaned and be inside relaxing now. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that and then the smell. The smell's just nasty. Oh boy. Uh oh. Joe says, "If I come down, I'll help with poultry also." All right. Oh boy, you've got a hell of a Looks like we're doing chickens now. God damn it. I was also going to say, if you need a spot filler, I've wanted to also kind of try my hand at doing the speaking part. So if you got, if you need a spot filler, I'll jump in. All right. Too. All right. And it, it was funny. I would kind of tell on Shelly. Uh, we planned everything out. Yardbird sponsored the chicken stuff. And, uh, she sends me a text like three or four days before the festival. And she's like, we've got to have chickens to process. And I'm like, no shit. Where have you been? <laughs> and uh, I was like, I was like, you got any chickens at your house we can do? And she was like, yeah, I think I've got some mean roosters that need to go. I was like, problem solved. And she was like, I never even thought about that. And I was oh, like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you going to have us drive halfway across the country <laughs> To process your old roosters, I take it back. I take it all back. <laughs> no, we'll get we'll get some real. Uh, we might get. I want to try to get some American bressies. Would be nice. All right. So. All right. We'll either do that or we'll have some Cornish cross. Yeah. So. 
We'll figure it but out. Yeah, uh, yeah, but she was like, I totally forgot that we needed chickens. We need chickens. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I took care of the big thing. I was like, I've been growing this pig for the festival. Right. So, and then that that's one of the funny things at the festival, and, and I, I've only told a couple people, Bobcat let us use one of their brand new tractors. I've never driven a Bobcat tractor in my life. Oh, you told but, me this. <laughs> yeah. So I get up there, I back my truck in, we've got this pig. There's like 60 people or something standing around waiting for us to get this pig out. I go and jump on the tractor, start it up. Everything's great. I'm kind of like, this is a little new, but I, I've never driven a Bobcat. Hydrostatic drive, push to push it to go back, nothing. I'm like, what in the hell? I hit the parking brake, parking brakes off. I'm like, all these people are looking at me like I'm an idiot. Finally realize it's not in gear. Get it in gear. I'm like, I'm golden. Everything's great. And then I told Shelly, I was like, I felt like an idiot up there on that tractor trying to get it to go with all these people watching. She's like, nobody noticed. And I was like, thank God, because I felt like a moron up there. Like, that I is, never the, driven that a is the worst. Before. It's like, because you get so used to your piece of equipment. Yeah. Like, I've had people look at me where it's like, if I'm pulling um, like a cow or a pig out of the bed of the truck or something, because I'll just, I'll get that blade like that far from the bed of the truck. And they're like, how did you do that? I'm like, you yeah. just do it. Like, yeah, just get there. And then you get on a new piece of equipment and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. You're that Joe Dirt meme. Like, I'm new. I'm new. Yeah. I don't know what buttons are which. Oh, yeah. And I mean, running equipment, I've had people, I've run equipment a long time and people get scared. Like, I'll swing a bucket around and do something mm -hmm. and they're like jumping out of the way. And I, I've told several people, I'm like, if I want to hit you, I will hit you. Don't worry. <laughs> right. I'm like, I, I can do it. And I'm like, I'm not going to hit you. So. Oh, my God. But well, yeah, I mean, the, the festival is going to be fun. I'm looking yes. forward to it. We got to get everything planned out, but it's it's looking good. Absolutely. There will be plenty of behind the scenes conversations, and we will absolutely be letting everyone know what's coming up with that. Um, yeah. I'm pretty and sure. And then the, the charity dinner, too. The yes. charity dinner for. Uh, uh, Vets for Child Rescue will be doing it on that Saturday night too. So, so that'll be a good time. All right, brother. Where can everyone find you? Uh, you can find me uh, on YouTube. Uh, it's under Kentucky Sustainable Living. Our website also is KentuckySustainableLiving.com. That's where all the festival information is at. Uh, everything's on there that you need to know. If not, shoot me an email. It's KentuckySustainableLiving at gmail.com. Perfect. And if you're watching this on YouTube and you are not subscribed to the channel, please do subscribe. Everyone who's listening, the, um, it is at BackwoodsButcher603 on YouTube. That is also Instagram, um, TikTok, and Rumble as well, even though I don't think any of my things have synced over yet. And then I also think we're going to do another show next week. I think we're going to do your show next week, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Perfect. So, if time if time allows and all that stuff, it's, it's exactly crazy right now. Well, brother, I appreciate you coming on. We will definitely have you on again because this was super fun. So oh, yeah, for sure. All right. I want to thank everyone in the comments, everyone watching, and everyone who's gonna be listening. We will see everybody next time.